I'm Brad Chang, and this is Your Peak Daily for Thursday, September 15th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in about seven minutes. Peak Pals, I got some exciting news for you. We are getting back into the shout-out business. We love you, our Peak Pals. We want to show our thanks by for you waking up to us every day by giving you, your friends, your colleagues, really anybody in the Peak community, we want to show you some love. So here's how it's going to work. So in each show description moving forward, we'll link to a form. Now fill that out with whatever milestone, anniversary, birthday, whatever it is that you're celebrating, and we will give a shout-out to you at the end of the show. Peak Pals, we really appreciate you waking up to us, listening to us every single day, building us into your morning routine. And this is our way of saying thanks. So please submit your shout outs and we will include them as they come in. So it's first come first serve, but really we'll do all of them. So just submit them when you've got it and uh, and we'll make it happen. And we've got a great bunch of stories for you today. We've got our first story is the Emerge is coming to Ethereum. It's about time for our second story. Shopify is restaffing globally. And for our last story, European is reining in compensation packages. For who else? Energy executives. For our first story, Ethereum. It's a blockchain platform that supports over 50% of the total value of the decentralized finance industry. You might have heard of it. Well, they're shifting to a less energy-intensive way of validating transactions. You might be thinking, what does any of that mean? The blockchain can be confusing. I'll be the first to admit that. So let's get started by catching you up. So Ethereum currently operates on a proof-of-work concept where whoever can solve complex math puzzles using energy-intensive computers the fastest is allowed to confirm a block of transactions and then awarded digital currencies in the form of Ethereum for their efforts. Ether, actually, is what it's called. Now, though this process called through this process called mining, Ethereum alone consumes as much electricity as the entire Netherlands. Now Ethereum is moving to a proof-of-stake concept, which replaces people solving math puzzles with computers for those who stake a sizable amount of digital currency, in this case Ether, the native cryptocurrency token to Ethereum, to monitor transactions. So it's instead of doing puzzles, we're now staking currency. And these validators will also be rewarded for their work with more Ether, or punished if they make a wrong call and see their stake build up before eventually cashing out. But critics argue that the merge will stymie decentralization. This is a core tenet of cryptocurrency by creating a very centralized group of overpowered and crypto-rich validators. It could also create a schism between users. No central body is forcing users to switch to the new system, and some have already pledged allegiance to the old way. But even though the merge has been compared to changing an airplane's engine while it's still in the air, several major Canadian crypto companies have already staked Ether, and this is per the logic. If we zoom out, this summer's crypto market crash, it wiped out $2 trillion in value and bankrupted several of the industry's major players. The merge could help drive a rebound by attracting new investments for its green appeal and pressuring competitors to green their own operations. For our second story, Shopify restaffed most of its leadership team during the pandemic, and now the top brass of what was once Canada's most valuable company, it's actually not looking very Canadian anymore. So here's how Shopify's team is going global. All but one of the new execs Shopify has hired since the pandemic are Americans, and none of them are currently located in Canada. Now, when Shopify first went public in 2015, every executive was living in Ontario, and it's happening because there aren't a whole lot of Canadians with experience running giant tech companies, simply because there aren't many giant tech companies in Canada. The inability to find seasoned tech sector vets in Canada has been a long-time complaint, but newly digital workplaces mean leaders really can live anywhere. Execs are coming from places like Morgan Stanley and the White House, you ever heard of it? To support ambitions of landing bigger, read American, clients, which is a new core business focus. To zoom out, 
Shopify has long been held up as a Canadian success story, but it now lists its home as the internet anywhere. While still incorporated in Canada, it's increasingly looking like it's going to take international talent to right the ship after a rocky, rocky year. And for our last story, European energy executives are doing a little too well these days. Here's what's driving the news. The European Union has laid down plans to collect over $140 billion from thriving energy firms to help shield customers from soaring energy prices. This is all per Reuters. Now, that plan would include collecting excess revenue from companies unfairly benefiting from price spikes to lower bills or heighten energy-saving measures. Gas prices soared. Annual energy bills in the UK are expected to increase to $6,500 by early 23, and this all happened after Russia cut fuel exports to retaliate for Western sanctions. Energy companies with healthy profit margins have since become a target for leaders desperate to offer households and businesses some needed relief. Now, von der Leyen, the head of the European Commission, says, in these times, it is wrong to receive extraordinary record revenues and profits benefiting from war and on the backs of our consumers. Now, this matters because when record high energy prices leave power producers rolling in profits and households and businesses footing the tab, government intervention becomes necessary. Countries have responded with many measures, like capping prices, which Hungary did, one-off cash handouts, which they're doing in Denmark, and cutting taxes on energy bills, which is what they've done in Spain. Germany has confirmed it's open to taking the historic step of even nationalizing the country's biggest gas importer to prevent a collapse of the energy system. If we zoom out, this is one of many plans in development that aims to control an energy crisis threatening to bankrupt businesses, squeeze households, and plunge the economy into a recession. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you've got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review? And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. As always, thanks to Dale Richardson and 306 Media Productions for putting together this episode. And thank you, Dale. And thank you, Peak Pals. We'll uh, give you some shout outs here soon.